Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The Rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. A defeat for Democrats. The New York State Court of Appeals has found the redrawing of congressional maps illegal and ordered new maps. It may push primaries to August. U.S. have been integral in aiding Ukrainian forces in their war against Russia, leading to the killing of a slew of top Russian military officials. Republican states have been successful in their emergency request for a temporary restraining order blocking the Biden administration from lifting Title 42 on May 23rd. Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has raised a record amount of money for his re-election campaign, bolstering his financing over controversial issues, getting national attention like revoking Disney's autonomous status. Leaked international communications from Twitter employees show Anger and despair from woke employees as Elon Musk's free speech $44 billion takeover bid awaits final approvals. A major blow for Democrats. The New York State Court of Appeals has thrown out the state's new congressional and state Senate maps. The ruling, 4-3. to three. The court ruled Democrats illegally gerrymandered the maps to give Democrats an advantage in this year's elections. Former chair of the New York State Republican Committee is Ed Cox. He was on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner John Katsimatidis. The highest court of New York State just handed down an extraordinary common sense decision that's going to give the voters of New York fair districts with respect to the state Senate and with respect to the congressional districts. The new congressional maps were signed by New York Governor Kathy Hochul back in February. The maps created 20 Democratic-leaning and four Republican-leaning seats. The judges Wednesday said a special courtmaster now will pass new district maps instead of the state legislature. The appeals court also said it will likely be necessary to move the congressional and state Senate primary elections from June to August. A 2014 constitutional amendment is designed to rout out political gamesmanship in redistricting. U.S. spies are aiding Ukrainian forces. U.S. spies have provided detailed intelligence about Russia's moves leading to the slaughter of eight Russian presidents of Russian President Vladimir Putin's generals, 36 colonels, and 300 officers. It's estimated Russia has now lost over 20,000 military members since it invaded Ukraine on February 24th. Here's what former CIA operative Mike Baker said about U.S. intelligence helping Ukraine on News Nation last month. Every piece of information uh, is important, and what's particularly important is actionable intelligence. So, uh, you know, locations, uh, you know, of, of key uh, Russian uh, elements there, uh, the, the, whether it's whether it's a fuel convoy, uh, whether it's a, a missile battery, whatever it may be, 
That's, of course, what the Ukrainian military is really hungry for. Moscow lost its 35th colonel, Mikhail Nagamov, last week in a major blow to Russia. Major General Vladimir Frolov, deputy uh, minister of the Army's 8th unit, became the 8th general to be killed in Ukraine earlier this month. Oh, big blow to the Biden administration. A federal judge in Louisiana, Judge R. Summerhays, a Trump appointee on Wednesday issued a temporary restraining order against the Biden administration, preventing it from lifting a Title 42 on May 23rd. The Trump-era policy turns back migrants at the U.S. border due to COVID-19. Here's Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. The Biden administration is stumbling through this core governing responsibility with no vision, no plan, and backward priorities. Democrats would rather appease their radical base with functional open borders than conduct the bare minimum, bare minimum in enforcement. A longer lasting injunction will be considered on May 13th. The TRO prohibits the Homeland Security Department from taking steps to begin its wind down of Title 42. A lawsuit brought by Arizona, Louisiana and several other Republican led states alleged that the Biden administration had started reducing its use of Title 42 ahead of May 23rd. And the suit asked the judge to intervene urgently. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has raised $105 million for his reelection bid as of March. That's a record in Florida politics. He's raised his national profile and election war chest in his convincing of state lawmakers to pass a new congressional map drawn by his office, which lawmakers originally opposed. His public feud with Disney, in which the state has rescinded Disney's special district, has also bolstered the DeSantis name. You know, we really need to get away from this type of treatment uh, that was really unlike anything we've ever seen. And so, you know, I thought it was appropriate. I would have, you know, signed this bill three years ago if it had come to my desk just on basic uh, basic principles. Um, but I, I think that that partnership that developed early on with Walt Disney, I don't think Walt would appreciate what's going on in this company right now. DeSantis is running for re-election to a second term. Florida's gubernatorial primary elections will take place August 23rd. The Florida governor also seen as a 2024 GOP presidential hopeful. Unrest at Twitter following Elon Musk's $44 billion takeover offer awaiting final approvals. Leaked internal communications by Twitter employees reveal woke employees are overtaken by despair and anger about Musk's month-long effort to acquire Twitter. Late-night host Seth Meyers reacted to news of Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey's endorsement of the purchase. After it was announced that Elon Musk had purchased Twitter, the social media platform's co-founder Jack Dorsey endorsed the sale and said he trusts Musk's, quote, mission to extend the light of consciousness. Well, I feel a lot better knowing that Twitter wasn't in great hands before. On the business communication platform Slack, some Twitter employees vented against Musk's ownership. He is, of course, a free speech advocate. They worried about their comments. Some angry Twitter employees moved their conversations from Slack onto their personal devices using the encrypted chat application signal. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center calling for another windy day today. Winds 18 to 23 miles per hour, but sunshine are highs 57. The overnight low 42, still windy. Winds to 22 miles per hour overnight, even windier tomorrow. Gusts to 31 miles per hour, winds to 20. Sunshine, though, the high up to 62 tomorrow. 
Right now, 40 degrees, cloudy skies here in Manhattan. A nasty email from uh, President Biden's son, Hunter, about former President Bill Clinton. Hunter Biden called former President Clinton an a-hole and that he looks like, well, the S-word. That was in a 2016 email exchange with his longtime business partner, Eric Sherwin, and Delaware's now Chief Deputy Attorney General Alexander Mackler. The exchange was obtained by Fox News Digital. Sherwin shared a video clip of Clinton in an email thread with Hunter Biden and Mackler. The clip showed the former president clashing with Black Lives Matter protesters during a 2016 Hillary Clinton campaign event in Philadelphia. Biden said, you can't pass this bill. The Republicans will kill it if you don't put more sentencing in. I talked to a lot of African-American groups. They thought Black Lives mattered. They said, take this bill because our kids are being shot in the street by gangs. At the time, Joe Biden had already ruled out a 2016 presidential run, and he would go on to endorse Hillary Clinton for president about two months later. The day after, Bill Clinton appeared to blame Joe Biden for the tougher sentencing provisions in the 1994 crime bill he was talking about. Sherwin sent the clip to Hunter Biden and Mackler. While facing low approval ratings in polls all across the board, President Joe Biden Monday alluded to forgiving even more student debt. $1.6 trillion, with a T, owned by 43 million people. During Congressional Hispanic Caucus meetings, Biden told Representative Tony Cardenas, a California Democrat, that he plans bigger, even bigger plans than canceling already $10,000 in announced student debt. Here's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Well, the president has conveyed he'd be happy to sign a bill into law that all of those members could work to get passed. And details of Biden's plans are not yet released in full, but he has said he would be willing to forgive debts owed to public and private colleges. The student debt forgiveness issue crops up at a time when political analysts are predicting heavy losses for Democrats in the upcoming primary and midterm elections. Biden's latest approval rating is at a dismal 33 percent in a new Quinnipiac poll. Well, first he said it, and then he took it back. We're talking about Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, and the White House were sent into scramble mode Wednesday after Dr. Fauci told PBS the U.S. was out of the pandemic phase of COVID-19. Here's what Dr. Fauci told PBS. Right now, we are not in the pandemic phase in this country. Pandemic means a widespread throughout the world infection. Fauci then told the Washington Post Wednesday the world is still in a pandemic. There's no doubt about that. Don't anybody get any misinterpretation of that. It's not the first time Dr. Fauci has made a declaration or suggestion, only to walk it back hours later. Late last year, he suggested a booster shot would be needed for someone to be fully vaccinated, walking that back days later. A bombshell report out from the Watchdog Government Accountability Office. It finds that officials from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, and the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, altered COVID guidance and suppressed findings related to COVID-19 virus due to political pressure. Investigators from the GAO spoke to more than a dozen directors and managers who worked at those agencies. They unearthed allegations of political interference in scientific reports, raising fears that research was tampered with. Republican Senator from Kentucky Rand Paul has been a vocal critic of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Here he is blasting Fauci back in January during a Senate hearing. The idea that a government official like yourself would claim unilaterally unilaterally to represent science that any criticism of you would be considered a criticism of science itself 
is quite dangerous. In its 37-page report, the GAO warned that neither agency had a system in place for reporting allegations of political interference. It also said they had failed to train staff how to spot and report it. Whistleblowers said they did not speak up at the time for fear of retaliation. Russia has cut off gas exports to two countries, Poland and Bulgaria. The firm said services will not be restored until payments are made in Russian rubles. The order to pay in Russian rubles follows orders from Russian President Vladimir Putin. It is seen as an attempt to boost the ruble, which has been hit hard by Western and other worldwide sanctions following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Ursula von der Leyen is the European Commission president. Gazprom's announcement that it is unilaterally stopping gas deliveries to certain EU member states is another provocation from the Kremlin. But it comes as no surprise that the Kremlin uses fossil fuels to try to blackmail us. The latest move by Russia sent European gas prices up further on Wednesday, surging by 24 percent. Poland's deputy foreign minister said the country could cope without gas, proms gas, and had taken some decisions years ago to prepare for such a situation. A prisoner swap. Russia and the U.S. have traded former U.S. Marine Trevor Reed for a convicted pilot Konstantin Yeroshenko, who was serving a 20-year federal prison sentence in Connecticut for conspiracy to smuggle cocaine into the United States. The agreement's surprising because of worsening U.S.-Russia relations. Reed's father, Joey Reed, spoke to CNN. Trevor quickly told us that they, the American plane pulled up next to the Russian plane and they walked both prisoners across at the same time like you see in the movies. Yaroshenko was arrested in Liberia in 2010, extradited to the U.S. Reed was detained during a trip to Russia in 2019 and accused of attacking a Moscow police officer. He was sentenced in 2022, nine years in jail. 77 WABC time check, 515. And that means it's time for Justin Ellick with Sports Morning, Justin. Good morning, Deb. It is Friday Eve, and I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. We've got a couple of winners from last night out of the first round of the NBA playoffs. The Bucks take care of the Bulls and within the Bulls last night with their 116 to 100 game five win at home. And the Warriors send the Nuggets home with a 102 to 98 win on their home court. Golden State will wait for either the Memphis Grizzlies or Minnesota Timberwolves to meet them in the next round. And the Bucks will start getting ready for the Celtics with game one of that series set for May 1st. As for tonight, the Sixers will try and close things out in Toronto against the Raptors at 7 p.m. The Suns are in NOLA to try and send the Pelicans home at 7.30. And the Mavericks will try to do the same in Utah against the Jazz at 10 p.m. Eastern time. To the ice now where the Rangers are limping to the finish line a bit with their third straight loss at the hands of the Canadians. Jeffrey, uh, Jeffy Petrie scored twice for the Habs en route to the 4-3 win, snapping a nine-game losing streak for Montreal. The Rangers will close out their regular season schedule tomorrow night when the Washington Capitals come in. To town. The Yankees kept winning last night, notching their fifth straight win in the Bronx against the Baltimore Orioles. Giancarlo Stanton hit his 350th career home run with this shot to right field in the first frame. High fly ball, right field, McKenna back, turning, looking, see ya! There it is! 350 home runs for Giancarlo Stanton and a 2-0 Yankee lead. 
That call courtesy of Michael K. And the Yes Network, Stanton would add a go-ahead sack fly in the sixth inning, which would prove enough to best the O's by a score of 5-2. to two. Jameson Tyone gets the ball this afternoon in the Bronx against left-hander Bruce Zimmerman. That first pitch is set for 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. As for the Mets, tempers flared in St. Louis as hit-by-pitch frustrations boiled over when reliever Yohan Lopez threw a pitch near Nolan Arenado's head, sparking what went down shortly thereafter. And it's up and in, and you had to know that was coming. And Arenado nods out at Lopez as if to say, I knew, and now he says, come get me. And here we go. You knew something was going to happen, and here it is. Both benches empty, and they are really going at it now. Just a matter of time there in St. Louis. That call courtesy of SNY. The brawl led to an ejection of Arenado, but wouldn't keep the cards down as they take care of the Mets by a score of 10-5. to New York will kick off a six-game homestand Friday night with the first of three against the Phillies set for 7-10 p.m. Eastern time. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. And thanks, Justin. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunny day today, high 57, still breezy, though. Winds to 23 miles per hour. The overnight low 42 still winding tomorrow. Sunny, the high up to 62 with wind gusts to 31 miles per hour. Right now, 39 degrees, cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Frank Morano standing by with your business report. I'm Frank Morano with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning on Wall Street after stocks closed mostly higher yesterday, a day after taking major losses. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 61 points. The S&P 500 rose by 8 points. The Nasdaq fell by 1. The Biden administration on Tuesday announced new energy efficiency regulations that will phase out old-fashioned incandescent light bulbs, a move that will drive down electricity use and curb greenhouse gas emissions from the country's power sector. The Energy Department's rules, which reverse a Trump administration policy, will ban the sale of light bulbs that produce less than 45 lumens per watt and raise energy efficiency standards by various types of general service lamps. The department said the new standards will save consumers $3 billion each year utility costs. The rules could also prevent 222 million tons of planet-warming carbon pollution from being emitted over the next 30 years. That's about as much as 48 million vehicles emit in a year. Boeing disclosed Wednesday that it has lost a whopping $1.1 billion in costs related to its deal with the Trump administration to modify two 747 jumbo jets to serve as Air Force One. And CEO Dave Calhoun admitted the aviation giant probably should not have cut the deal in the first place. Even more losses on the Air Force One contract could be coming in future quarters. That's what Boeing warned in a regulatory filing. Air Force One is, of course, the official designation for any plane carrying the President of the United States. Ford Motor posted first quarter results Wednesday that were in line with Wall Street's expectations, though its net profit was dragged down by a stake in electric vehicle maker Rivian Automotive and reduced vehicle production. Ford reported an unadjusted net loss of $3.1 billion, including a loss of $5.4 billion on the company's 12% stake in Rivian. That's compared with a net profit of $3.3 billion during the same period a year ago. Rivian stock shed about 52% of its market cap during the first quarter, bringing the value of Ford's stake down from $10.6 billion to $5.1 billion. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. on the other side of midnight. Thanks, Frank. Looking at futures this morning, the Dow's up 370 points at 33,596. S&P 500 up 72 and a half. The Nasdaq's climbed 302 points 
Gold down 60 cents an ounce at $1,888.10. Crude oil this morning still above $100 a barrel at $102.54, up 52 cents this morning. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. It's the WABC Early News. 77 WABC Time Check, 522 now. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is not saying if he will release his full tax returns or not. He says he is not legally obligated to do so. He has said he would release some tax information, but not necessarily his full returns. Adams said he initially refused to commit to disclosing his tax returns because a reporter who asked him a question on the topic did so arrogantly and showed him disrespect. Here's what Adams told 60 Minutes on the topic. When people approach you as though you're violating a requirement, no. Conflict of interest board stated, if you want to be mayor of the city of New York, here's what you are required to reveal to the public. And every year I comply with that. A spokesperson for City Hall says the mayor has applied for an extension to October 15th to file both his federal and state tax returns. A $10,000 reward is being offered by 77 WABC owner and Christides supermarket owner John Katzmatidis for information about the armed thugs who walked off with $4,000 from one of his Big Apple grocery stores. A fired-up Katsimatidi said during a press conference that he's fed up with crime in the city. He also said the final straw was the April 16th robbery of an Upper East Side outlet that left his employees shaken up. Here's Katsimatidi's adoring Cats at Night right here on 77 WABC. They only stole $3,000. But we, we are, we're offering a $10,000 reward because even his own grandmother is going to turn him in. According to the NYPD, two thieves made off with thousands of dollars in this armed robbery at Christides at 89th Street and Lexington Avenue. A gun was displayed during the heist. A 34-year-old was tied up. Casamitidis also noted other stores in the chain have also been hit by robbers and shoplifters. He blamed lenient state bail reform measures for releasing criminals back onto the streets, many of whom strike again. Katz said there's 3,000 criminals on the streets of New York committing 90 percent of the crime, adding, put them away if they can't live like human beings. Eight and a half million people deserve to be safe. Anybody with information is asked to contact either the NYPD or Crime Stoppers. The number's 1-800-577-TIPS. New York Republican gubernatorial candidate Rob Astorino accused incumbent New York Governor Kathy Hochul Wednesday of failing to enforce existing state law against migrants at the White House's flying into the Westchester County Airport in the dead of night. Astorino, of course, the former Westchester County executive, He says a 1951 statute gives Hochul the power to determine the identities of foreigners who arrive in the Empire State. Here is Astorino on Fox News. Governor Hochul here in New York, the unelected governor, (laughs) nothing. She doesn't say anything. In fact, in fact, she's saying, come on in, because the state has a $2 billion fund where they give cash assistance, Medicaid, and all of the benefits to non-citizens to come here to New York. 
of course, paid for by you, me, and everybody else in the state of New York and in our country. Last year, the New York Post exclusively revealed how President Joe Biden's administration is using charter flights to ferry underage migrants from the southern border to the Westchester County Airport near White Plains. The migrant flights were suspended following the expose, but have quietly resumed, the Post reported earlier this month. Even more problems for New York's governor, governor with only 17 days remaining in the current state legislative session in Albany, New York. State lawmakers are reluctant to help Governor Hochul deliver on her agenda ahead of the primaries. Poll numbers show Hochul as well struggling to get traction with voters. A Siena College poll of registered voters released Monday morning shows Hochul's approval ratings dropping from 43 percent to 36 percent as well. Here's Hochul. Well, as you can imagine, we're not paying attention to polls because I'm dedicating my time now that the budget is finished to getting out there and talking to New Yorkers. And yes, we know how important the issue of crime is, and we have addressed it in the budget, something that people thought we were not going to be able to accomplish. We were successful in making real changes that are going to make a difference. Lawmakers have not agreed to removing Hochul's ex-lieutenant governor from the ballot after he resigned following his arrest on corruption charges. Many Democrats were not in favor of tweaking bail reform laws included in the state budget. Also, developers are dismayed over a lack of an agreement to extend a controversial tax abatement program that gives them tax breaks in exchange for setting aside affordable housing. Your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Sunny today, our highs 57, winds to 23 miles per hour, winds to 22 overnight, the low 42. Sunny day tomorrow, the high up to 62, wind gusts to 31 miles per hour. Right now, 39 degrees, cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Well, aside from things like skyrocketing complaints about crime and homelessness, New Yorkers are also fed up over the number of pet owners. Yes, pet owners failing to clean up after their beloved pooches, leaving behind what, well, you don't want to step in. The largest number of complaints about dog doo-doo are on the Manhattan's west side. Dog owner Pam Story spoke to NBC New York. I go out behind my building and it's full of uh, dog bombs and I just pick up because I can't take it and I see the little kids stepping in it. Well, to try and stop the stink, New York City's sanitation commissioner, Jessica Tish, has vowed that her team of cops would slap negligent pet owners with a $250 fine. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.